Welcome to Corporate Governance at LSE. My name is Tom Kirchmeier and I have with me here Professor Ulf Axelsen, Director of the Financial Markets Group, who recently won a prize for best paper in the Journal of Finance, the Battle Prize. It's actually on pay. Pay on Wall Street, something we're all concerned about, worry, everybody has an opinion about it. What's your opinion about it? Yes, there's no denying that pay has uh, gone up a lot over the last, in particular, three decades in, uh, in finance. And it's been a concern for, for a lot of policymakers and pundits. And uh, we, in this paper, um, are trying to try to say why it may be that uh, the pay is so high on Wall Street relative to normal jobs. Why is it so high? I well, think... what we claim is that um, it's due to a combination of two characteristics of many of the types of jobs you have on Wall Street. One is that it's actually very hard to see exactly what people are doing in the sense of are they putting in the right effort. Um, that's what we call moral hazard problems. And the other is that in the finance industry, it's very efficient for one person to handle a lot of money. So you have the combination of people handling a lot of money and they can quite easily screw up by actually losing all this money. And what we claim is that these two characteristics makes it quite important to incentivize people not to screw up by paying them quite a lot and large bonuses. Now, we also say that it's not because they're special or particularly good uh, relative to other people in the world. So in some sense, we're taking in people who are just normal people and then we're paying them a lot not to screw up, essentially. Mm. And does it work? Is it a... Um, it's very hard to say how mm. well it works. Actually, we predict in our theory, so this is a pure theory paper, we actually predict that this is going to work better in bad times than in good times. So in good times, we actually predict that not only will pay and bonuses be higher, but these finance workers will take more risks and do worse type of investments than they would in other times. So they actually screw up more in good times than in, than in bad times. Um, so in that sense, it doesn't work perfectly. What we claim is that there is no really good alternative in how to set up this industry. Uh, so this is essentially mm -hmm. the best you can do given the problems that are out there. So the market kind of solved the pay problem. I wouldn't say they solve it. So we're going to end up with inequality that's undeserved because mm. getting one of these jobs is in some sense an unfair uh, lucky draw mm -hmm. that you get. Um, so you get inequality and you still have people doing the wrong things. So the market doesn't perfectly solve the problems, but they probably do a better job than alternative mechanisms that we can come up with, such as putting a, you know, a government mm. putting a pay cap or some, removing the right to put bonuses. That's what we claim in this paper. Well, makes a lot of sense in a way, but it also means for policymakers that we're barking up the wrong tree, to, you know, by trying to regulate bankers' pay, 
we should just leave the market to it. That's what you're saying, no? Well, I mean, at least we're providing an <coughs> argument for why you should be a little bit careful about the type of regulation you impose on the, impose on the industry. It's not enough to say, look, things have gone wrong during these periods or these periods, and therefore we should um, regulate away bonuses. You may be throwing out the baby with the, with the bathwater. Mm. Um, so we're just giving that argument. I don't mm. want to say, I don't want to make excuses for some of the bad decisions that were made, say in the financial crisis, because obviously a lot of it was done not only through ignorance, but also through write out fraud. And we're not trying to apologize for that, mm. for that behavior. Well, what you're saying is the contractual arrangements are in a way optimal. But still, there has to be some governance and monitoring mechanisms within the bank. Exactly. Yeah. So the perspective we're taking is if you actually optimize the governance structure of the bank, you're still going to have many of the absurd patterns that we, that we see in real life in terms of the pay structures and the potential problems that the financial industry might get into now and then. Mm. Um, of course, we're not saying that they ne necessarily have optimized the governance structure, but the yeah. fact that we get into these troubles is not necessarily evidence that, that they've done something wrong with the governance structure. No, but the implications are important, at least to me. It's like you governments stay out of regulation of bankers' pay, leave it to the, the banks to govern themselves and then hold them accountable in the various ways they are. That's the argument we propose. Well, I yeah. just I don't think I yeah. want to sign off on that yeah, in, no. in blood. <laughs> no, um, it makes sense. But uh, you said you know people have a there's a lucky draw when people get this job. In the paper, you talk of winning in the lottery. What do you mean exactly, right? So essentially, what we mean is that it's not the fact that you are especially talented or hardworking that gives you the high pay you get in finance. It's essentially a pay that once you put anyone into that job, you have to give in order for them not to do the wrong thing. What that is going to mean is that anyone who gets this type of finance job is actually going to be better off than people who didn't get it um, because they're going to get this high pay. They're still going to be better, better off. So. Uh, what we're going to see is then, and I think this is reflected in reality, that investment banks, for example, get thousands of applications for, for each job. And then some lucky guy um, just happens to get the job and uh, he's going to do better in life than, than people who didn't get the job. Than us. <laughs> exactly, than the professors <laughs> of finance. <laughs> well, it's probably the second best job in the world. So in the paper, you also talk about brain drain. You know, you say maybe these people would be much more productive going into an unregulated, into a non-financial sector. What do you That's mean right. That? So that is one of the unfortunate consequences of the fact that you have to reward these finance sector employees uh, with such high pay. Uh, what that is going to mean is that everyone is going to want to become a banker or a trader, even though they're actually more talented in doing engineering or being doctors or working for the government, and even though society would potentially benefit more for having them in those professions. So we're going to see a brain drain 
from those professions into finance because of the high pay. And that is a social cost that this sector imposes on the rest of the economy. It's a wonderful ending of. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks Thank so much for having me. Thank you for watching.